0: have found another episode of Speakernomics, the podcast about becoming a better speaker and building a better business. I'm your host, Tom Singer, and today we're going to talk about increasing your brand value. And our guest is Jeffrey Hazley. Hey, Jeffrey, welcome to Speakernomics. Thank you, Tom. It's good to be here. So, Jeffrey, what are your two tips for speakers on how to
1: increase brand value? Well, that's easy. One, own your category. And two, be a media company. Ooh, this is going to be fun
0: to unpack. So, for those of you who don't know Jeffrey Hazlett, he is a global business celebrity, a primetime TV host, a podcaster, and he helps companies solve their problems. He has bought and sold hundreds of companies for billions of dollars And he's one of us. He's a speaker. He's a member of the National Speakers Association, and he's kind of a part-time cowboy because he owns a ranch in South Dakota, which he made it very clear not to say North Dakota because there's a difference. He told me those were fighting words. So he's a cowboy in South Dakota. Hey, Jeffrey, welcome to Speakernomics.
1: Yeah, if you say Iowa, I'm going to go crazy. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> By the way, I, my my goal someday is to be a full-time cowboy. That would be great.
0: Nice, nice. Well, we'll we'll have to talk about, about cowboy stuff later because uh, that's not the theme of that. That's on Cowboynomics. But for Speakernomics, I want <laughs> right to jump right in. I want to jump right into your first tip, and that is to increase your brand value. You say you've got to own the category. What are you talking that's right.
1: about? you got to be the expert in what you do. I don't care whether you're a dry cleaner in this world or you're a four-sweeper, whatever. If you want to add value, especially in the digital economy after COVID, with all due respect, COVID didn't change the way we did business. It just accelerated it. And so we've got to learn to own the category. People got to be able to find you. You can't be just a general jack-of-all-trades. You have to be a celebrity, an expert, someone that everybody knows when they come to think about whatever fill-in-the-blank is. All right. So, I mean, there's
0: tens of thousands of people who are speakers and yeah. we all speak on different topics. So everybody's got yeah. sort of different categories, but even within a category, there's a lot of competition.
1: How do you own the category? Well, then become a media company. That's the other piece <laughs> well, of it to well, elevate your brand. Let's stick right? with the first one for a minute. All right. But I mean, by, well, the other one is stop calling yourself a speaker. Right off the bat, I tell you that. Quit doing that. That's table stakes. Are you kidding me? Everybody's a speaker. Every corporate executive I know is becoming a speaker and they're doing it for free and they're taking away the platform. So that's gone. So if you want to, you want to differentiate yourself, don't be a speaker. Be the category. Be the expert. Be that person that when people are looking to solve a problem, you're who they call, or you're the one that tells the story about what they need to do, whatever that is. But if you just say, Hey, I'm a speaker, I'm a podcaster, I'm a, you know, a television host, those are labels. Got it. What you are is an expert in what you do and how you do it. And you help people solve problems. That's value by just, you know, just standing up and, you know, motivating. Great. That's good. There's some value in that, but that's a dying breed and that's gone away for a lot of us. So you talk about the fact that everybody
0: is now calling themselves a speaker. And I see that across industry lines. Everybody, in fact, uh, I recently, the, the business journal in the town I live in, pre-COVID, listed a thing of the top speakers in the city. <laughs> and, you know, it was a list of like 30 people. And yeah. I, was, I was honored I was on the list. But one of my friends, who was an insurance salesperson, was on the list. And I ran into him and I said, I didn't know you speak. He goes, I speak at one conference a year. And I'm like, how did you end up on this list? And he goes, oh, my PR person sent it in. And he goes, and And he's at
1: the same. And by the way, he's being perceived as the same level of you are. I mean, (laughs) you know, or others. I see people all the time. You know, I'm in the speaking hall of fame. Great. I appreciate that. That's one of the greatest honors I've ever had. But at the same time, so is a guy who's in no offense to Toastmasters, but so is a guy from Toastmasters. It's a different deal totally different in terms of what you're going to get in terms of those people. And so yeah, that's that's my point. Don't be lumped together with all that. Different yourself, you know, in terms of being able to separate yourself from the rest of the pack. I don't want to be with everybody else. I want to be above everybody else, and to do that, I'm going to own the category. All right, so I'm going to come back to this cuz I
0: definitely think I see the merger of your two tips. So let's talk about become a media company as a way of owning your category. So well, what do you what do you economy. mean by what do you mean by be a media company?
1: Well, you got to, someone's got to tell your value. Those, the way you used to tell your value, oh, I did a book. Okay. So it did 3 million other business people this year will publish a book. Okay. You've got to do beyond that. You've got to be able to have a podcast, have a television show, have a blog, uh, you know, go on Clubhouse, whatever it might be. You've got to build a channel of followers because People, one, got to find you. Two, you want to build that network around you, that audience, that group of followers. And we did that through Twitter. We did that a little bit through Facebook. We did that through Instagram. We did that through TikTok. We've done it through every social media platform that's going to be coming up. But now you have to start to figure out how to monetize that, how to build it around you so that they every time you come on a channel, whatever the channel is, they want to consume your content. They want to know what you, you know what you're saying how you're saying it, the way you're saying it, what value are you going to give? So you got to be able to amplify that message. And that's what you got to do to become a media company. And by the way, use it to be able to make money, too. I mean, that's the other thing. Not to just raise your, increase your reach, increase your relevancy, uh, oh, then you increase your reciprocity.
0: All right. So within that realm of media company, one of the verticals is going to be podcasting, because right now that's a super hot area. You actually own a company that helps people do their podcast, grow their podcast, monetize their podcast with C-Suite Network. So let's talk podcasting for speakers, because right now it seems everybody is telling every speaker, oh, my gosh, you have to have a podcast. Does everyone have to have a podcast?
1: You don't have to have a podcast, but it's one of the many tools that you can have. And it's one of the most, or at least inexpensive one, the most effective one that you can do because it's a fairly easy thing to get into as opposed to TV. And quite frankly, not everybody's cut out for TV. Not one. Not everybody has our looks, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, so so podcast is a relatively easy way and more and more people are listening to it. And you just, just take North America alone. And by the way, we should say that C-Suite Radio hosts this particular show, Speakeronomics, and uh, NSA's last group, uh, which was Voice of America, and last podcast. And, and by voices the way, of Exper- voices honest-
0: of experience.
1: Oh yeah, what would I, what would I call it? voices of voices of America? Voices of, that's somebody else's yeah, well, that's show. That's a different thing. Well, I wish we, NSA should own that. It would be, be, be great
0: if we had the reach of that show. That's for sure.
1: That would be good. I would I would love I would love you to have the reach of that show. Although you 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 since you've taken over, by the way, you've been up well over forty percent. So uh, hats off to you, Tom, on the new format. The uh, yeah, but this is a great way for you to amplify in terms of get that reach out there that you never thought you would have had. And so podcasting a great way. Just look in North America america alone um you know people listen to an average of eight episodes from five different shows those that listen to podcasts the fastest growing uh, marketplace for podcasts 55 and older now, I think mostly it's because they figured out how to finally down to download iTunes, but nonetheless, they're still listening. So it's a growing medium. It's going to be, we're going to see $9 billion spent on podcasts this year um, in terms of advertising, which is well up above where it used to be. And so this has become a real industry and um, a lot of money to be made, a lot of influence to be had. But
0: not every podcast is created equally. There are a no. lot of crummy podcasts out there. So if a speaker is going to start a podcast, <laughs> What do they need to do to not have a crummy podcast?
1: I'm laughing, too. There's a lot of crummy speakers out there. Not everybody's going to be as good as they need to be, and there's going to be some that are good. So it, it, you, you apply the Pareto principle to almost everything you can. You know, 20% of the speakers will do 80% of the business, and 20% of the speakers are the top elite. Same thing it's going to be in terms of podcast. So what you need to do mostly about podcasts, if you're going to do a podcast, is get your sound down. That's the number one. I will tell you that because you're inside someone's head. And so when you're inside someone's head, you have to have, make sure you have great sound like we do on this particular podcast. But the other thing is lay out what is it that I want to get from the podcast. And I always ask people, especially speakers, do you want fame or do you want fortune? Pick one. Because that's going to dictate your business model in terms of where you want to go and how you want to do it. And a lot of people say, well, geez, I want both. Well, you can't have both. You can have one or the other because you've really got to settle in on the business model. I'm going to tell you to primarily go for fortune. That is to figure out the way in which your podcast can make you money. And it's not about downloads. Downloads help, but it's really not about downloads because as fast as they will come to you is as fast as they will leave you. So it's about who do I want to hear? or have here my podcast and how do I want to get the message to them and you want to use I would tell most speakers and most business to business podcasters that the way you really want to make money from podcast is by interviewing the people you want to do business with and I will tell you that I booked tons and tons of speeches, and I mean tons, because I I keynote about 160 times a year prior to the pandemic. During the pandemic, I gave a little over 320 keynotes last year. Now, they went virtual. But I nonetheless, I gave a lot more because it enabled me to do more. And it was, and podcast helped to do that. How did I use that? I would go and interview the head of the IFA, the head of the Meeting Planners Association, the head of this industry, the head of this industry. And through our talk on the podcast, they said, Hey, how about I come and have you come and do the same thing for us? because the, it was so interesting, you know, something came out or through that conversation came out. And then, of course, by taking that podcast, like the IFA, when I, you know, here I am with the international franchising association president that gets out to their industry. Oh, well, I book 32 other speeches from franchises as a result of that one podcast. That's a strategy for greater reach, greater relevancy, and of course, increasing my brand value. So there's lots of ways to monetize a podcast. So one
0: we talk about well,
1: advertising, sponsorship. There's a lot of those. You know, I my my sponsor's been Dunkin' Donuts for the last couple of years. Dunkin' Donuts is my sponsor, and uh, before that, I had Fortinet, and then I've also got Scotch companies. I've got uh, clothing companies. I've got all kinds of different. I even had I used I used to have an underwear company at one point. Go go figure.
0: So, so there's, there's sponsorship and advertising. There's you talked about, uh, the one that I've used for my personal podcast for Making Waves at sea level is I've interviewed people who have then hired me to come speak at their company or their association. Totally.
1: I, that is the, you listen, you're a walking commercial, walking billboard for how you should do it. That's the way you should really do it. Because that's, the, I mean, you, you're, it's a great way to say, hey, I'm a headliner on C-Suite Radio or a headliner here. Uh, not too many people belong to networks. But for those that belong to C-Suite Radio, you get to walk in and say, well, look, we're part of the world's largest business podcast network you know we're turning up the volume on business and i'd like to interview you here's some of the other people that are on our network and you can list all the people that have been on other shows as well because you're part of that network you're like part of cbs cbs nbc except that we're the c-suite radio network
2: as a public speaker in today's lockdown world Join us July 10th through the 12th to find out at Influence 2021. That's right, the National Speakers Association's Popular Conference is back. And this year we're focused on teaching you how to become radically relevant in 2021 and beyond. You'll hear from a carefully selected lineup of today's top speakers as they share with you secrets to becoming a masterful and influential speaker so you can scale your business and earn the income you deserve, all despite a global pandemic. Make this the year you don't just survive but thrive attend in person on july 10th through the 12th at caesar's palace in las vegas or join us online from the comfort of your home and to ensure the safety of in-person attendees we've limited in-person attendance to 500 guests so grab your ticket today at influence2021.com that's influence2021.com to register today
0: what are some other ways because i know there's lots what are some other ways people can monetize having a podcast
1: Well, greater reach, greater reach, greater reach gets you greater brand value right? The other piece of it is greater brand value comes with you being able to tell the message and whether you're interviewing people. So you get the association of the interviews with the other folks, that's going to give you that greater reach again. And I think that's a big, big thing. You get to start adding zeros to people who get to listen to you. So before most people heard of you by listening on other speeches on other stages. And I don't know of a speaker that I don't know, doesn't do a good job and doesn't get a lead or two off of every single stage, but you know, I can go out and speak and hear. All right, maybe I'm speaking to 8,000 people. Maybe I'm speaking 800. Maybe I'm speaking to only 80 people. But with a podcast, if I can get my numbers up, I'm, I'm reaching 80,000 people an episode um, or a greater number than what I can to do just on stage. So it's well, an amplification, amplification by a long shot.
0: And one thing I'd like to add, I, I, I was disappointed because my podcast capped out just under a thousand downloads per episode. And one of my friends said, what if you could speak to two audiences a week? where you had a thousand people in every audience would, and, and, you know, would, would you take those speaking gigs? And I said, of course. And he said, then why are you, you know, why is your pie eye on the pie in the sky when you already have several hundred people a week who are listening to you? Why aren't you capitalizing on that? And I thought, well, that's smart.
1: Yeah, exactly. So sometimes we have to look in the mirror and ask ourselves those good questions. And that's, that's a good reminder for us. You know, we think it should be more, Oh, we should have more likes. Don't, don't forget the 10 likes you had. Don't forget that. And by the way, don't forget about Tom. At the same time, stream this live, you know, on LinkedIn, on Facebook. I just did my own episode today at Anthony uh, Mokurion, who is the uh, Hotel Impossible on the Travel Channel. And I stream that live on LinkedIn and Facebook at the same time I do the interview well, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm I am got like 10,000 views on LinkedIn already. And so that gives me extra views, extra ways I can be able to do it. So it's a digital medium that you can step and repeat in multiple ways. Now I can take that, and take great clips from that, by the way, too, and then get those out on social media. So I take one or two things. Like one time I had Gene Simmons say, if you can't speak English, you shouldn't be in business. Now this is Gene Simmons from <laughs> Kiss. And you shouldn't be in business in the United States. States. And I went, hmm, okay, let's remember that clip. So we grabbed that clip, and then of course we bought ads on the, you know, Italian Business Association, the Pakistani Business Association, Korean Business Association, to, you know, to kind of you know push it up to say, hey, this is controversial. You should listen in on what Gene Simmons had to say about whether you could speak English. I'm not even going to go there.
0: So the <laughs> other thing about the other thing about podcasts is being a guest on other people's show. So when it oh, comes yeah. to owning your category, yeah. should people, should speakers be actively trying to get on podcasts and why?
1: <laughs> well, this is a good example. I'm on yours. <laughs> yes, I you do yes, I yeah, I do one to two podcast interviews a day. A day. So that's I'm using what I call get this folks. Listen to this right now. Write it down. Oh PM. You know what that stands for, Tom? Other people's money, okay? So I'm using someone else's platform to be able to attract more people, more get my message out, establish the category, establish my reach, establish my influence, establish greater brand value to own my category and become a media company. That's what you want to do, day in and day out, every day.
0: So Jeffrey before you were a speaker or as you were becoming a speaker you also worked for large Fortune 1000 companies as you know CMO and in some other roles and yep. early on before I had ever heard of you through the National Speakers Association I had seen you on television and on you know CNBC and and things like that and you really did early on position yourself as this global business celebrity what can someone do who doesn't have the power of a, a brand behind them but they are their brand what can someone do to build that type of a of a positioning thing where they're in the media as a speaker
1: become the expert become good at what you do i mean somebody posted by the way i've been a member of nsa since 1986 i joined when i was 26 years old and was doing speech speaking back then on like how to rip the head off your competition how to sell to attila hun and live to tell about it way back in those days sitting in the back of the room with zig ziglar and brian tracy and bill brooks and O'Genie genie robertson and that's who was there when i was there and there was only hundreds of us in the room as opposed to many thousands in the room today and and then I went off and did the corporate gig for a while and still was a speaker. But, um, you know, the, what was the question again? <laughs>
0: is, is if, <laughs> if somebody if somebody doesn't work for a big brand, if they are oh, the yeah, brand, yeah, yeah. how can yeah. they build this business celebrity yeah. persona? Thanks for letting me have a squirrel
1: moment. I have those from time to time. It's like squirrel, squirrel. That, that, that's you know. all right.
0: You know, anytime someone wants to drop the names of speaking industry legends like Zig Ziglar, well, Brian Tracy, Jeannie Robertson, we'll just let them go down that path. And then we, well, then and we reel were, them
1: back. Yeah. Well, those were people I listened to when I was like, you know, 15, 16, I used to buy their records before there were tapes and I would listen to their records and and listen to them on the radio and things like that. And then here I was in the back of the room listening and being them and got to know them. And like, that's what NSA is all about, which is really cool. But, but you know, the, the, I heard, I saw somebody who posted in an NSA forum on Facebook says, how do you get to be a great speaker? and um, and so, like owning your category are you getting to this question that you ask? You, you have to be good. You have to get to be great. This is what you have to do. You have to work your craft. You have to understand what you do. I mean, Tom, you do an unbelievable job. You work very hard at it. You No one knows the number of hours that you put in behind this thing, right? So it you've now made it look easy, but it, the, the easiness of the way you make it look is because of the hard work that you put in and the many hours. The same thing I know that you do improv. You know, you've done that over a hundred times. Stand, I follow you, brother. Stand up, not improv. Stand up, stand up. All right. Well, see that's that's, it. see you All right. But you, you know, better than I. And, but yet I know that you work hard at that. You, you craft that in, in great speakers, craft that you can watch the greatest speakers that you've ever seen in your life. And you know, that they've practiced that they've done it over and over and over, but yet they have an incentive nature inside of them that knows what works and what doesn't work, but it comes with the experience. Well, if you want it, you want to be known on TV, you want to be known as the expert, go be great. And you do that by working hard. You do that by studying. You do that by watching. You do that by listening. You do that by doing. And, and a lot of people won't put in the hard work. And it's called hard work because it's hard. <laughs> and, and that's what most people should be doing. If you think, if you're going to sit there and wait for this stuff to happen for you, it's never going to happen you got to go make it happen, and, and even more so today than it was pre-COVID because, again, like I said, days have become weeks. Weeks have become months. Months have become years, and, and we've, we've seen an acceleration, and, and I'm, I'm telling you right now, stop calling yourself a speaker. Stop calling yourself a podcaster. Stop calling yourself you know, this. Those are labels. Now, people are still going to call that. They're still going to use that, but the core of what you want to be able to do is what do you do? You know, what is it you do that you're the expert? You're the you own that category. That's only you. And you're the best at it. And you can do that. And anybody anybody can do that. All right, Jeffrey, I'm going to push back
0: on you a little bit. And let me fire away and and, and, and bear with me for this. So what you're talking about, it's exciting. It's it's motivating. It's got me fired up Own the category. Create a media company. It's hard work. You got to put in the work but I think it might scare some people because that's really big picture. So I want to take this down. <laughs> I want to take this down a notch. I want to take yeah. this down to brass tacks for someone who's listening to this show who may not have Jeffrey free Hazlett's personality. They may not have the background that you have. What are some things they can do today to start moving them towards owning their category and or building themselves into a media company?
1: Go Google your category. Find the greatest, find the biggest names in that category. Go look and see where they're speaking at. There's your target list. Go Google the category and see what are the podcasts in that. I'll guarantee you will find hundreds of them. Hundreds of them. Start writing to them and saying, I want to be on your show. How can I be on your show? And pitch the show. Pitch them to be on the show. All right? Go look at the the, the top 10 books in your category. Have you read them? Do you know what sets those folks apart uh, from everybody else? That I mean, just do that alone. Okay, That alone, right there. That's easy to do. And that doesn't cost you any
0: money. Okay, so the other day I was talking to somebody who specifically told me they didn't read all the top books in the category because they no. didn't want to look like they were ripping it off. And I thought, my thought yeah. was, you still want yeah. to read the books in yeah, your yeah. category. Sorry. What do you yeah. think?
1: idiot he's a, he or she's an idiot i'm sorry and i'll say it directly and the, everyone that knows me by write me a letter i don't care listen I want to know what my competitors doing. that's like, if you you're going to war and I don't want to know what the enemy's doing. Okay. But more importantly, I want to know the things to avoid. So I don't say the same things. And I say the things that I need to say the way they need to be said, because it's coming from me, not from them. You don't ever copy someone else's stuff. I mean, and I've seen it. I've had people use my signature stories that, that are stories about my grandmother and you're using them. Are you kidding me? No, develop your own stories. And the best way to do that is by know what other people are saying and how they're saying it. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with giving somebody credit for that too, because they are the best at what they do. There are other people who are as good or better than I, without question, in the categories that I operate in. Right? I'll give them credit for that. They should get credit for it. You know, And there's plenty of credit to go around.
0: All right. So the title of this episode, as we wrap it up, is increase brand value. That's a pretty broad thing. So I know we didn't cover everything. What else do people need to know besides your two tips? What's your third tip on right. increasing brand value?
1: Well, listen, listen. remember what a brand is. Brand is nothing but a promise delivered. A lot of people think it's the things that are on our website. and Oh, I'm going to redesign my brand. Okay. How about focus on the promise of you? Okay. And that is build the brand of you. All right. That's what we need to be able to focus on is build the brand of you, sell you, you sell the company, sell the company, sell you. There's no difference between the two.
0: Well, Jeffrey, I think you've given everybody a lot of things to think about. So if they want to start a podcast and they want to find out about C-Suite Radio, how do they do that?
1: Just write to me, Jeff at c Suite network.com Jeff at C-Suite, S-U-I-T-E, Network.com. Or, hey, hit me up at NSA. Look on the directory. I'm there. I'm a member. Nice. Well, thank you very much for being here. And thank you for challenging everybody to think a
0: little bit about their brand value. And thank you to everybody who tuned in and listened. I want you to subscribe to Speakernomics on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Go to C-Suite Radio, wherever you get your podcast love. I want you signing up. I want you subscribing. And if you would, leave a review. Let us know that you like the show. But more importantly, come back here every single week for more thoughts, ideas, and actionable information on how to make more money and build a better business as a professional speaker. And always remember the motto of this podcast, speak, get paid, repeat.